Mic test one, two. Test one, two. Mic test one, two. Test one, two. Test one, two. Test one, two, test one, two. Okay, I think that's good there. things that i'm gonna try to to talk about yeah and no, I, I was without it completely going off the right We good? Do you want to say nobody goes off trail or let me make sure that that's that, that's it right nobody yeah. goes off trail and nobody walks alone yeah I'm pretty sure one two three I guess it'll just have to be because I, I think IMDB has taken um uh, quotes off of the thing. Yeah, nobody goes off trail and nobody walks alone. Okay. Do you want me to start it out? Sure. I, I think I've done the last. I think yeah, I've yeah, yeah. You, can, you can do this one. I'll do no one walks and nobody walks alone. Nobody goes off trail. And nobody walks alone. Welcome to the post-credit pursuit. I was just saying not long yeah. I could hold it before. Hopefully someone <laughs> out there maybe screen grabs that and turns me into a harfoot. Harfoot. As harfoots, we don't we don't do too much other than walk and walk and walk and walk push and the walk. story along at the very end of the show. Yeah, really. <laughs> Man. So yeah, if if uh if none of these words mean anything to you, well sorry. Yeah, sorry about it. Place. You're yeah, you're 
you're way off base. <laughs> you're way off trail. And you <laughs> yeah, you're way be. off trail. And you are alone. So please <laughs> get back to trail or find a buddy. Find your buddy. Cozy up next to him and put on an episode of Post Credit Pursuit. Particularly this one, because uh, today we're going to talk about a little cheap Amazon show. Yeah. Just came out not too long ago called Lord of the Rings. I'd the never, rings of power i'd never even heard of this honestly before you know i don't know why they even uh yeah and i feel like it's just copying game of thrones yeah really i don't know but it, it seems pretty cool yeah it seems cool <laughs> <laughs> no so yeah will tell us about your relationship with lord of the rings uh well simply that i love it and uh i have th there's too there's too much to say about my relationship with lord of the rings i watched the movies whenever I was a kid and I don't know what exactly but it just grasped grasped me in a way that I have not been let go of since and the the the, the grip has only gotten tighter I don't know why it awoken like the love of fantasy within me and I just I love it and then I I you know I was ashamed to admit for a long time I'd not read anything mm. but I knew like quite a bit just from like looking online and like stuff you know i was like oh it's, it's not this way in the books but you know yeah yeah stuff like that but um recently i've taken up to i read the hobbit got through it enjoyed it i've started the, the lord of the rings or the fellowship recently um and i've enjoyed it a ton more than the hobbit so far so have yeah. you gotten through a decent chunk of it so far yeah i've i've just gotten past tom bombadil so cool bombadil getting through that first section so we're not even to rivendell yet so i mean it's not like a huge chunk but like that's yeah, but still you know that's a like, good chunk of the it's like 200 pages yeah, right there <laughs> that, that's a good part of the story too yeah yeah uh lord of the rings is one of those things where um i wasn't allowed to watch it when i was young mm. it was too scary for me you know those orcs would give me nightmares apparently but i remember my friend eric at the time uh I just have this vague memory of being with him and maybe my family or his family somewhere, or maybe our families were out together and like, yeah, out and about doing something or whatever. And I, I remember Two Towers or Return of the King had just come out, and him and his family were like, Oh, we got to go see Return of the <laughs> King. And I just remember being like, okay bye <laughs> you know like and they they went and watched the movie and i was just like i'll never get to watch cool things <laughs> but i i remember when i like actually was able to sit down and uh watch them all the way through and i'll sit jordan probably has a lot to do with my love for lord of the rings because mm. i i didn't expect her to be as into it but when like we she actually like told me how into it yeah. she was and everything it kind of made me want to like it that much more so like it's it's that whole trilogy uh is one of the very prime examples of movies that get better each and every time you watch them like yep. you can watch that movie 20 times and that movie the same movie will get better each time you you miss things you know if you rewatch them or like even the things you don't miss those movies I've always said feel like a play yeah. to me for whatever reason when it just it feels like such a immersive and just expanding like mm -hmm. they say all the world is a stage but like there's so so much like sweeping shots and like they travel through so many places yeah it does feel like a stage almost yeah. i can't i could never come up with a better way to describe it but like they they really do feel like a play to me and there's just if you catch me on the right day, I would tell you that Lord of the Rings is a better trilogy than Star Wars. But some days, if I'm <laughs> feeling it, Star Wars might be better. But the the more I get older, I, I really do think Lord of the Rings is probably the best trilogy, movie trilogy yeah. of like the big, uh, you yeah. know, yeah, of the no, big things. Definitely my favorite. Um, and even as like a person who is into filmmaking and stuff like that, it's just it's a a a wonder to look at <laughs> and, and you you hear all of the interviews about um just the making of it and you're like wow it's insane yeah it, it really is insane especially since like peter jackson started out doing like really old school like kind of b movie yeah weirdly <laughs> bad kind of like horror movies and stuff and not bad but like kind of just like weirdly like 
you watch some of his earlier stuff and you're like there's no way he yeah. no way he takes home every oscar for the third <laughs> movie in a trilogy come on and that, that yeah that's another thing that's crazy too about lord of the rings i don't know i guess maybe the godfather mm. is is another example of like um a trilogy of movies where like cuz I, I think godfather 2 won a lot more than did godfather yeah. 1 win anything I, I have no idea but i, I do don't know, know. That godfather 2 is my my hot take on the Godfather is yeah those movies are good but like there's better gangster movies guys I'm sorry <laughs> but no it, it's weird because I I personally think that Two Towers is the best movie yeah so do I. I I love Two Towers but Fellowship grows on me every single time I watch it it catches up a little bit to the t- I'm <laughs> to telling two you towers. me and Jordan have the same conversation because if I if if you give me the choice I'm going to pick Two Towers if I've just watch two towers or whatever i'm probably going to watch return of the king but i always watch fellowship last you're like i, I yeah. always watch it less than the other ones but every i agree every time i do watch it i'm like why do i always yeah. skip this one I, why don't i just watch it first yeah because it's a I, it's a great charming movie it I, there's something about especially getting older where i'm like that that first little bit where it really mm-hmm. feels like it's about to be an adventure and mm-hmm. not like this grueling terrible thing it's so relaxing and peaceful. It really, really like you, is. You feel the impending doom. I mean, even if you've seen it, you know, but like, I feel like if you haven't seen it, you feel mm-hmm. that like kind of doom lingering in the background. But like, I know, but, um, <laughs> but like it's, it, it, uh, it does a really nice job of portraying the innocence and oh, na- naivete absolutely. of like what, what they're about to undertake through the music. Yeah. That music, you can't beat it. Oh, you can't. I love it so much. And it's one of those things where like, I know I've brought this up a lot, but you know, when Avatar came out and like people were so upset that they could never live on Pandora that they unfortunately decided to take a different route with their lives. Uh, I don't understand that. (laughs) You know, like that. I never understood that. But why... I'm. I feel like I'm putting my foot in my mouth. I'm not asking why did no one, yeah, you know, kill themselves because they couldn't live in the Shire. But it's like like a much right. Like right? I would much rather live in the Shire than in Pandora. Me too. Like if I live in the Shire, I just have to worry about oh, our, our weeds are coming in through the garden again. Yeah. If Pandora, I have to worry about freaking alien tiger beasts and humans yeah. coming in to wreak havoc middle earth in general is just a much cooler place I mean, it looks more real yeah anyway i've got to stop talking about the the avatar stuff or i'm, I'm gonna get flamed <laughs> I, I don't know we've got a month and we'll see oh yeah no. i know i think way of water is gonna scare me i think, I think there's gonna i think suck. i think there's gonna be a lot of um large shadows looming in the water and mm. i i don't i don't, don't fuck like with that no, no i don't like that at all i don't i don't like it either there yeah. there have been times we went on a lake and we were uh paddle boarding yeah that's the mm. word and it's the first time i'd ever been paddle boarding uh, but you know I, I i can swim so it wasn't like that big of a deal and we didn't have life jackets on that's kind of dumb but whatever so we're paddling along and i'm finally getting the hang of it and i'm standing up and like I lose my balance and I fall and I fall in the water. And <laughs> it's at that moment where I'm like, if I couldn't swim, this would suck. This would really be bad. <laughs> like, and there's like that moment of panic. Like, do I remember how to swim? Yeah. Am yeah. I going to be able to get back to the top? And, and I could, and that was fine. But then like I, after I got to the top, I was like getting over to my paddleboard. And then the other thought occurred to me that I was like, there's like 30 feet of water below me. <laughs> yeah what's swimming under there yeah and like i love the ocean you if you get me at the beach i i'm i'm like i'm making it out to that sandbar that's like way out there and they're like (laughs) no jared you probably shouldn't like i'm fine with that but if if you were to drop me and said here tread water for 10 minutes in open ocean where i can look in either direction and not see any land i'll probably have a panic attack Mm. if if i think about it too much i just don't like the idea of like big creatures in the water that are bigger than you because like you're in the water so like that's, that's their, their domain yeah. so like <laughs> I, I don't chance. care like even if it's a shark that's as big as i am that i could like hit 
yeah, I can punch it in the nose, but it's still a shark in the water. Yeah. And I am prey in the water. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I I thought there for a while, I'm like, I think I might have a thalassophobia. Yeah. yeah. But deep, like... Deep bodies of water. But like, I, it's not that I fear deep bodies of water. I just don't like the unknown. So maybe it so is not like deep. it would be a terrible game for you. I've never played it. I refuse. I, I think you should. I, I Listen, I, maybe... It's, maybe one of these days it's so genuinely terrifying that like it's worth it like it's it, like that that game to me would be more of a horror game than any silent hill or resident <laughs> evil or like pt that that would blow i, I could play those yeah. fine i would be afraid but i i could play those way better than subnautica i've seen it, clips from subnautica that have just shivered my timbers like it <laughs> yeah it, you'll see like you'll be in your tiny little submarine and you'll see like you'll hear oh, and then you'll see the shadow of the biggest creature you've ever seen yeah and that's you'll just when i decide will just flip off into the distance yeah and I'll, that's when i'm like okay let's play animal let's crossing <laughs> yeah yeah but no I, I i will watch videos of people playing subnautica but until i can get me some adult diapers <laughs> I don't think I'll be playing that game anytime soon. Speaking of games, though, and this is kind of on track with uh, Lord of the Rings, I gotta, I gotta try to remember and to look up when this comes out. But the the Mines, Mines of, of Moria, Moria game, yeah. I think that's next year. I'm super next excited. Year, I'm telling you, that game's gonna be fun. That it game's gonna be, be a lot of fun. I'm gonna, es love especially it. after Rings of Power, because the dwarves get. It's pretty good representation. Yes, that. they do. I, I'm excited to hear what you talk about with the with the dwarves because we've are obviously we've already discussed yeah. some Rings of Power stuff. We we discussed it as it was coming out and and we were watching it and everything. But like now's the nitty gritty. Now yeah. we get to really yeah flesh well, out thoughts really and stuff at it. First off, I want to talk about um, we. St I think we start pretty much every popular um, you know like movie or thing with this what people are saying what the bad people are saying uh, not bad people but not bad people but they have <laughs> misinformed opinions in my opinion i i agree um i think a lot of people really really a lot of nerds sorry i know it's a self-inflicted wound but a lot of nerds really just were unrealistic with what they were gonna get yep and all you geeks out there you ruined it for yourself, really. Honestly, you really did. And I mean, that's—I think that's an overarching problem that's happening in the industry anyway. We've we discussed this even before we started recording, but I. Everyone now, I guess, has just so much higher expectations for stuff, or I won't even say higher expectations, but like, if if we if we all had the mindset of oh if this when this thing comes out and it's not exactly how I want it then it's bad yeah. then nothing would ever be good yeah and um and I think there is a bit of a problem in the industry itself of like there really isn't a lot of creativity mm -hmm. in like some of the more popular media so like people do get like into this well this is what I expect from this because yeah. it's a book or it's already been done before so I want it to be take the good things from this and sweep away the bad and add mm -hmm. more good and then it just doesn't ever pan out for them um yeah so i think there's something to be said about that but for people who do really enjoy lord of the rings i don't see how you could have something like amazon making a huge purchase and then like making the show and then having like it's going to be exactly like this or i'm just going to hate it and al also i i've always been of the of the mindset that I don't think you should jump to conclusions based off of a first season. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in my opinion, uh, I think the first season of Game of Thrones, this is going to... People will hate that I say this. I think the first season of Game of Thrones is worse in many ways than its final season. Oh, wow. I, I, uh, I know nothing about them, and I know that's a hot take. It is a hot take. Uh, the, the final season isn't that good. Um, but a lot of the people that I, a lot of the problems that I saw people had, um, and I, I'll count these as real problems. There are a lot of problems people have with Lord of the Rings or with yeah. Rings of Power that I don't think are problems at all. So I won't even call them that. But a, a lot of yeah. people was talking about like 
the riding and about the riding not being good and everything and about it being too slow. It, it's a it's a television show where the only reason we make television series like this and limited series is to spend more time with it. If it was a movie, yeah. we'd only be getting... We, we don't want another trilogy of movies. Yeah. I, I personally don't. But, I mean, and for also, like did this. these people not watch The Fellowship of the Ring? Yeah, yeah, for real. Like, <laughs> it's... it's. I think it is very Tolkien-esque to spend more time on the stuff that might not seem as important in the yeah. moment. But, like, by season five of Rings of Power... There's going to be stuff that people were complaining about in this first season that's going to, I feel like, have consequences, like so many consequences. Yeah. And then I, I just I, I, wait until we're about a season or so into a show before you start slamming like, oh, it makes no sense. Because people were saying that the writing was horrible, but and, I, and I'm one to pick at writing. Like yeah. I, if, if I think the writing's bad, I'm going to lay into it and, and give it hell. But I really don't think it was written I, bad. I don't think it was written bad either. I think that there are qualms to be had with it. Oh, absolutely. But, but yeah. I don't think that it was all that bad, especially given the fact that they don't have the rights to the Silmarillion. They have, mm -hmm. they just have the rights to the Lord of the Rings. Like they... I, I was reading that the, the Tolkien estate allowed them to condense... Um, stuff so like this is this rings of power takes place in the yeah second the second age, age yeah. which is like three thousand something you know it, it's yeah. a crazy long time before anything of the hobbit and lord of the rings takes place but like I, I saw that the token estate gave amazon the the ability to at least condense down a lot of things so that they could fit in parts yeah. of like stuff that happened during the summer and stuff that happened during like some of these other books that yeah. uh, he he wrote before all that, and I mean, yeah, I think they only have the Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit. I don't know if that's part of, it, but the appendices that the, are that that's yeah. okay, okay. Then that's that's what it is. But yeah, I mean, if you've got all this content, all this made up content for like I love, but yeah, it's it's made up stuff like that spans thousands and thousands of years. You've got to be able to take some liberties in a show yeah. or a movie for them. There, there were things that happened in the the Lord of the Rings trilogy that never happened in the books. Yeah, and you never meet good old Tom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I mean, like that. People who were probably mad about that probably didn't realize that. Well, of all the things to show in the movie, like the, spending thirty minutes meandering through the woods and then in a house yeah like you've got to you've got to realize that some of this stuff has to be left on the cutting room floor like yeah. not not everything can be and that's why have you ever seen the movie the watchman no i don't think so i, I really like the watchman it's a Zack snyder movie if you've ever read the comic i i'd love to let you borrow it and read it it's a, it's a fantastic book mm -hmm. uh i think everybody needs to read it the movie is is okay the movie's pretty yeah. good but it's one of those things where Everything in the movie happens exactly the way it happens in the books, even down to dialogue. Yeah. And and like there's there's part of that that I'm like that well that's very good on Zack Snyder to want to stay true. And stay true to to the books. Oh, I'm sorry. And to like pay pay homage to that in some way. But here's the thing. After I read The Watchmen and watched it as soon as I was finished reading the entire book, it was it was not yeah I, you have to change stuff like that up or else it's just going to be stale if, if i wanted to read the book i would read the exactly book. like and it, it was so cool to see everything on screen but when um what's what's his name he was in uh he's from big stone he's in an, he's in uh the conjuring patrick wilson patrick wilson is that his I name i think so um he he's one of the characters in the Watchmen, but like as soon as his character says his first lines, I'm like, oh, I can literally see the the dialogue yeah. bubble and read that it like it's the exact word for word yeah. thing, and I just think that's a weird choice to make. It, it, it's it's a comic. Yeah, yeah. So like, and that's even worse because like, it, it's the same problem that like video game movies have to where you you, you yeah. haven't added any sort of interaction, especially like in this context that you're doing everything the exact same, and even if you if it was just like a normal book. If you're doing everything exactly as it happens, like you're not adding anything to it. So I like, agree. It can only be worse because I feel like our imaginations probably create a much better, you know. 
Well, yeah, well, there's no limitations and your imagination exactly. is the problem. Exactly. And I, and maybe like, because I haven't read anything other than the Lord of the Rings trilogy and The Hobbit. So like, I don't have the knowledge on that stuff per se. I've, I have a copy of the Silmarillion. It's just always, um, just always loomed over me. And like, I feel very scared by it. <laughs> yeah. It <is laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? But like, so, so I might not have that knowledge because there are a lot of people who are kind of upset about changes that they've made or changes that they see that they're making. I, I, I've not read them, so like I don't care as much. I don't know if I should care as much because yeah. I, I really do think that Rings of Power, I was very worried that it was going to suck. I was very oh, worried I that it was going to be horrible. But I, I genuinely, I was very pleased with the show as a whole, so and I think it was very well done. Uh, we, we'll get into our qualms, I guess, about it here later. But like overall, I, I really do think it was a pretty well put together show. Yeah. Um. I think the one of the biggest things that I disagreed, and it's it's a long writing with mm -hmm. other people about, was like people did not like the dialogue, but I really liked the dialogue. I felt like I it, can't think of a problem I had with it. People, it, it it was a part of it being slow, but like also like they talk like they're in this, like I don't want to say like Shakespearean, but like yeah, like Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? Who says that in a normal yeah. like come on this whole stuff has been yeah like I, I don't i don't see how you can make fun of or or, or have qualms with like a, a fake an entirely fake world that is in the middle of something huge when and you're also focusing on the race that is arguably the most uppity of all of them. yeah yeah for real <laughs> and like that i to me that is part of the appeal of Lord of the Rings, and that might be why I feel like it feels like a play sometimes because yeah. there is something very whimsical and almost like you know how that the, the elves are so light on their feet and they almost feel like they're floating. Like it has a floaty feel to it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's very, it's very dreamlike and like smooth and like like I, I just I think that that works for it, and I don't think that the, you could get away with doing things that way for any other yeah um institution like other than lord of the rings yeah no i, I agree and I, yeah i think it's good dialogue and then the characters i really loved I, I don't think there was a character that i didn't like as far as like, like their I, writing I, yeah i i don't the there was two but they are they play very minor parts in the, in the show the only like sort of characterizations that i and i don't i don't even want to say that i had a problem with it because i really didn't but um nori and her friend okay poppy yeah is that her name i think so uh there were a few scenes in that where i'm like okay this is just this is just yeah. this is just Sam and Frodo with a little bit of different you know what I mean I, but like I think that whole Hobbit storyline could have been done much better if we're being honest. I will say that my of the different vignettes that they send you on in this show I hate to say it but my least favorite moments were probably with the Harfoots and stuff up until the end. Until but the end. but episodes 1 through how many episodes were this 8 8 Se yes. 7 8 Episodes one through seven, any any time they dealt with the Harfoots, like that might have been when I made me something to eat, you know, yeah. or went to the bathroom. And it was kind of, it was fun. Like it was fun the first couple of times. I was like, oh, they're little hobbits in there. Yeah. Like the. Then the fifth, sixth and seventh time I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, they're scared of everything. They want to stay on the trail. She's, she's. Bilbo, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where I get why it has to be there, and at no time was I like absolutely not enjoying it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I was still enjoying it, but it was, it's, you know, it's it's one of those times where can we go check in on Elrond, please? <laughs> yeah, please, like <laughs> take me to the freaking hole in the ground that the orcs have. Man, yeah. I want to see what they're up to. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Adar? <laughs> but uh, I. I when we talk about that final episode, I I, I think they kind of redeem all the Harfoot stuff at the yeah, at the end, so it, it so makes too. sense. But uh, it's just kind of I don't even want to say boring, but just like not 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 a lot interesting yeah. was going on. 
Uh, the one thing that those parts did have going for it, and the entire show, I felt uh, the score. Mm. You know who? You know who done the score, right? Um, I can't remember his name, but I know he he worked with Howard Shore. Also helped with the score. Really? Yes. That's, I, don't I know. didn't know that. That's I, awesome. I don't know the, like the to what extent, but I know that Howard Shore like definitely had influence on um on oh, on some of it. That's I didn't know that. Let me make sure I don't get this wrong because I'm pretty sure it was Bear McCreary. It is. Is it? Yeah. Because yeah, I, I remember looking that up and I was like, oh, Bear McCreary, the OG. I, I I know him best from uh, the work he did on The Walking Dead. Yeah, because I mean, talk about iconic TV show intro music. I mean, the The Walking Dead is is pretty good. It is. Um, Speaking of, I think today is The Walking Dead's final episode. Today is Sunday, right? Finally. Yeah, I know. Let I, it die. I, I don't think until it comes back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it was last Sunday. I'll have to ask my parents. My parents have persevered Stuck through The out. Walking Dead. Wow. They have watched every episode of every season. We used to watch it as a family. I stopped. I stopped after Negan was introduced and kills a certain character because... Uh, I, I just wanted to see how it was done, and I, I was I watched a few episodes after that and realized, oh man, I stuck around for Jeffrey Dean Morgan for a little bit, and then uh, yeah, like I I, I, I feel like out. I watched a few more after. Oh well, and I you you yeah. oh yeah, when he kills Glenn, that's yeah. probably that's the I didn't last know who you were protecting. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the last live episode that I watched. I watched it up here on campus. Um, I. This season before, well, yeah, like leading up to that moment, I I would watch The Walking Dead and then I would watch Talking Dead, <laughs> Talking Dead right after. Me too. As a family, we and but I will yeah. say, my mom, uh, the last time I talked to her, she said that these last couple seasons have been a lot better, oh. and it, it does. She she even admitted that it does get into a little lull right there, but she said that it's been pretty good. Um, up until this point, I'm excited to see how they end the show. I wanted I wanted to know if they do. Well, it has to be different than the end of the books, but I'm excited to see what they do with it. I'm curious. That would be some cool research to do if if you could even do it. Like, how many people were watching The Walking Dead out of habit and didn't even necessarily Part of their enjoy daily it? Routine. Like, yeah, like they didn't even necessarily enjoy it anymore. Like, there's like, oh, I've watched six seasons. Uh, gotta finish it out. Yeah, I gotta finish it out. I don't know. I'll next time I'm I'm down home, I'll ask my parents about it because they like it, and I I don't think they watch it out of habit. But at the same time, definitely heard them complain about the yeah. like stuff that happens a lot, and I'm just like, well, I mean, if it sucks now, because because I, I feel like I for a long time I watched The Walking Dead, and I was just like not, I didn't enjoy it. I right. was just like. Everybody thinks it's cool, and I, you know... Listen, I I've I can't it. say the same. I was absolutely obsessed with that show when it first came out. I had the um, Don't Open Dead Inside hoodie with the zipper, and I had a Get in the House Carl t-shirt. I had a Don't Get Bit t-shirt. I had the phone case. I had the books. I, I just... I loved that show, and I... I I have really fond memories with it, but yeah, I just, I kind of got out of the habit yeah. of watching it, I guess. It did spawn my, like my favorite joke, don't dead open inside. Don't dead open inside. I uh, I use that as the haunt. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, you really, it, it's hard to beat, like the first three seasons of The Walking Dead are, are really is good. very, very yeah. good TV oh. for sure. Uh, I'd say even maybe season four. What is I, season four? <laughs> I think three and farm. four. They're not in the prison for just one season, are they? They might be in for two, I think. Or no, I think because it's just, season, just for one. Maybe season three ends on um, what, Carl's mom. <laughs> oh yeah, I think right. Maybe because I, I would say for me personally, it kind of started getting bad once. Uh, like right around the time about Terminus, that little see, I think I skipped that part. Yeah, I, I mean, he, did, up on he didn't miss much. <laughs> like, and like some of the Alexandria stuff was okay, but like, 
that's that's to me when it started getting a little bit stale. Because I I like I like the fact that they added more characters and you know you want them to do that. But I enjoyed I, whenever they brought Morgan back. And then yeah. I, and then I was like, let's go. And then the Morgan the, stuff was cool. Then it wore off pretty quickly, and yeah. then I was like, oh, I think I'm done. <laughs> Which <laughs> I, I think Morgan is in a lot of the the Fear the Walking Dead. I think he's. I didn't watch Fear the Walking Dead. I'm probably not going to watch these other 10, 15 spinoffs yeah. that they've already announced. Uh, I don't know. But yeah. I, I've, it's, it, you're kind of wringing the towel too dry with the zombie stuff anymore. That was good back then. I remember the zombie yeah, the, craze. Was, the zombie zeitgeist is gone. We're waiting is, for the next zombie zeitgeist. Right now, it's freaking superheroes. Yeah. It's the Disney zeitgeist because Disney owns everything. So, like... I can't wait for the next. I can't wait for zombies to come back around. I, I I do enjoy a good zombie story. We we need a new we need a new take a new on take the zombies. On them, yeah. We need something new to happen to that genre. I don't know what it could be. Maybe we can come up with it. Maybe me and George Romero shamed this, shared the same birthday. So you know it could be could be it could be in my blood. But but yeah, coming back to Lord of the Rings though, Bear McCreary, great music, great music for I think, sure. All of the weighty moments felt more weighty because of the music. Mm -hmm. All of the light moments felt especially light. And I was thinking about this before I came. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I I, I realized that God of War Ragnarok is not going to come out on PC for another year. So I was like, I'm just going to watch it. I've heard nonstop good things about that game. That game, had, I love it. The It just... But it, it got me thinking about how important, and I already knew music was important, but like how a score, and I get reminded just how a score can affect the way that a game or a movie feels. It can make like, or break it. Yeah, it really can. Like there's, especially with games, whenever it's all voice acting and some of the lines feel kind of not lackluster, but you know, it's like mm -hmm. they have to do a million lines. So, like, yeah. of course, like not every line is going to be the best. But there, there's a, a section in that game where somebody has the option of forgiving or killing someone, and they're kind of mulling it over in their mind. But then, and the music kind of goes with the thoughts that are kind of coming out of their mouth, oh, cool. and it feels really tense. And I was just like, man, if the music wasn't there, this would be a cool moment. But the music adds absolutely so much. And but, I think that we've had in 2022 alone. We've had some really standout scores come out of these mm -hmm. movies. Let me see. What, I, one of them just escaped my head. But the the biggest one that I can think of, off the top of my head at least, was um, the opening scene of the Batman. Yes. With the with the strings and everything, and and so so that scene alone, like you're you're showing the fear that Batman puts into Gotham without showing Batman. Yeah. With without the music, still would have worked, I think. Yeah, with the music, but that music, God, will still give me chills when I think about it. But yeah. like, it's it's one of those things where it feels like a character in the movie. The music does in a weird yeah. way. You know how they say like, oh, in any movie that's set in New York, New York is one of the characters. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> this music is is crazy. Yes, and the intro music is really good. And I knew like I. Because we had heard it, I think, with one of the trailers, and I was like, "Okay." Jordan skips the intro to anything, so I've I've I had to wait one day to watch the intro while she wasn't there, so I could see what the freaking intro was. Yeah. And I hate that she skips it because it's so cool. Yeah. And I, I was reading that that intro sequence all practical is all practical, and it's mimicking something from this. Let me let me get these names right. But um, the I, I'm I'm trying to think. There's a few like big moments. I think the the score really hits whenever we get the little sneak peek of the Balrog. Mm. That's that's a good part for the score. I mean, the mm -hmm. score is really good. Um, any of the sailing scenes. Mm -hmm. I was about to say when they first arrived to Numenor, yes. I thought that was really cool. And uh, yeah, all the stuff on the water is really cool. Which I really like that, and that's one of my favorite things about music, and why, I, you know, I, I just love music because it's just like the the way that you can mimic things with music is just it's amazing, and it brings your brain to just such a a cool place. Mm -hmm. Hold on, I I'd 
picked this up and read it earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. So that the the intro sequence there, if you if you've not seen it, um, first of all, why are you this far into this episode? We might yeah. have spoiled something already. Go watch it. Secondly, uh, if you have seen it, you'll know that it's like the, the music's happening. And it's it's one of those. I know. I think there's a word for it, but it's like the. It, it's, it looks like dust maybe or something yeah. like all these little granules are like forming shapes to the music and everything and I r- was reading here that that intro sequence is based on uh, I Nulandale music oh. uh, created of course by Tolkien is you know from the Silmarillion and uh, according to that account um, here, here's where I'm going to Iru Iluvatar, or the creator, created Ainur, the Holy Ones, and Arda, Middle-earth, and all other existence through a holy music and chanting called the music of the Anur. And that's what the intro is mm. supposed to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, like that's, that's supposed cool. to be the music of Anur creating yeah. this, you know, the stuff with the music. Uh-huh. And I thought that was very, very that cool. It's really cool. But no, the, the intro is, is very sleek and cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, it, and it kind of took me by surprise because I was expecting, you know, for like an intro music, you like Game of Thrones is very like, dun, 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 yeah. dun, you know, it's very in your face and everything. And like, so is The Walking Dead. For that the thing. Walking Dead is like, yeah, very in your face and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, screeching, a lot of yeah. loud sounds and everything. And like, I, I was expecting something kind of big and grand. And, and I would, after hearing it a few times, it, it is grand, but like, it's also subtle very soft and very subtle yeah and and it, and it really doesn't it's not a freaking Hans Zimmer like bomb you know what I yeah. mean like it's it's very cool and you don't I feel like you don't see that a lot which is something that I think and I especially if Howard Shore I'm gonna guess probably had a little bit of a like, it was probably a bit of eh, a little bit of like a mentorship going on oh, I'm sure yeah um that Howard Shore did really well with the Lord of the Rings there aren't that many like big like moments Mm -hmm. there's there's plenty of them but there's not like that's not what the whole score is about and that's arguably not what Lord of the Rings is about at all Mm -hmm. so I think that it's really cool that we've stayed kind of in that oh yeah the the Lord of the Rings is much more about the smaller people Mm -hmm. doing bigger things rather than these like huge kind of and I think I think the music really has a lot to play in that because um you were mentioning that, like, you know, you know how much music can accent a scene and yeah. bring it up and everything. But I think a lot of people make the mistake of, and I'll, I'll use Hans Zimmer's blomp. I don't think, like, I love that sound. That yeah. sound has changed movie sounds forever, I think. But, like, a sound like that you might put in your film to evoke a reaction or to evoke an emotion. Yeah. But I think. I think that the emotion should come first and the emotion should dictate the emotion of the music. So yes. like instead of something instead of like Frodo carrying the ring up Mount Doom to a bunch of like blah blah blah, you know, like, yeah. oh look over here, this is really important. Yeah. You you get that emotional build up the whole time and then it culminates in the music. Yeah. It isn't paired with the music. It culminates in it. And I, I think that Rings of Power yeah. does that very, very well. And the best example I think of that in any of the Lord of the Rings movies is Pelennor Field. Mm. That speech, speech is, you know, that's <laughs> amazing. I just but I saw listen it to the music yeah. there. The slow buildup of that up to the charge oh where that God. is where the like where the brass comes in because before it's just the strings. Oh my God. It makes you want to freaking run through the screen. <laughs> yes. I've never wanted to be a part of war. I've never wanted to have my hand in war, but I, I would die for every person on that screen when that music happens. Like, yeah. no joke. Would, it's it's I would, insane. I would be right behind King Theoden. I, I saw a TikTok the other day about that speech that was like, why did any other speech have to ever be written? Like, this this speech comes out and it's like, oh, well, we're good on speeches for the rest of our lives. Like, <laughs> yeah. we just use this one every time. Like, that's just... Oh, one of the best scenes ever. And I'm pretty sure that's taken pretty much word for word. Word for word. Right? I would have to imagine it's been so long. Yeah. Uh, actually, I was going to tell you, when, whenever you finish Fellowship, 
I'm going to try to reread it as well. Okay. I'd like to try to reread through them. Awesome. I'm uh I'm currently reading the first book in Game of Thrones. Oh. It's very good. I like it. So far, I haven't ran into many huge differences, but uh, I think it's I think it's cool to have watched the show first because yeah. like some of the characters might be described different, but like I I just like being able to because yeah. it almost feels different in a way like same things are happening that I saw in the first season, but yeah. it's like oh, it feels kind of like a new story even though it's not because yeah. like no I feel the same way yeah, about yeah. Lord of the Rings I'm like I'm I know what's gonna happen but it feels different it feels, feels like I'm reading something yeah. new um. Okay, so I guess uh, maybe we'll save. What did you think about there's some wargs out there? Yeah, (laughs) what did you think about the whole mystery box villain kind of situation that it had going on? I was really looking forward to it when I realized that like we were probably going to figure out at the end of the season like something crazy about the bad guys, you know, about Sauron and all this crap. I, and I was like, well, this is going to be very, very interesting because they they kind of do the double red herring there towards the end. And I, I remember, and we'll we'll talk about this too, you called it. I did call it. You called it. I called it. Uh, I don't know if you called it on an episode, but it was definitely, we were here in this room yeah. when you called it. And, and it was, was a while before the, it, the final episode. It was maybe out. about three or four episodes beforehand. It, it was pretty early on. You know, it was while they were still in Numenor. I know that much. exactly. Uh, I, I I always like things like that. I think that's a fun trope to play around with, and I and I, I think where they kind of there in the end where you they make you think it's going to be someone, yeah, and it's not them, and it's actually the person, the other person, whatever. Like the the double red herring, I think is fun, and I think I think discovering who both of those people are at the same time in that same sequence amplifies that a lot because uh nobody wants the stranger to be a bad yeah, guy. He's a cool nope. he's a cool dude. Yeah, it um but I'll say this much, I didn't want we 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 can just say yeah, it. Just like if it, yeah. if you're listening to this, you've seen it. I didn't want Hal Brand to be sorry, and I thought he was cool. Cause I, I I have an a uh, I have an uh, an affinity for the realm of men. Like any anytime something fantasy happens, and I love that, I'm like everyone wants so to be a dwarf. So everyone wants to be an. I'm like I just want to be a. I, I just want to be a uh, human. I play the normal dude. Every yeah, time. because it it seems like. Oh man, I get to be like in yeah. this world. Anytime I played Skyrim, I'm I to be here. Yeah, that, yeah, for real. I'm like, why do I want to bother? I just want to be a, a dude with a yeah. beard. Like, come on. That's why Aragorn's the best. That's why I don't know. See, that's um, I, I'll tell you my my thought process because yeah, I called Halbrand being Sauron really, really early on. Really early on, for um, sure. So after they get on the raft and they go, um, to Numenor they do talk about how Sauron has been known by many many names and all this and the first hint that I picked up on though I I don't think it is the actual first hint um, was um, somebody asked he's sitting at the table he's trying to get a coin he's like I think he's trying to like buy a drink or something oh is it when the dudes behind him are like kind of hazing him a little bit yeah and they're like and who are you and he's like people call me different things and I was like yeah (laughs) and and you know like (laughs) You, you, looking back at that now, he's very, very confident. Mm-hmm. But like his whole thing is like, oh yeah, I've, I've, I wasn't even um, he was a blacksmith's apprentice, right? Yeah. Like he wasn't even a blacksmith. He's in rags. He was on a ship. Blah blah blah. But he's very overly confident yeah. and smug when he's like being yeah. interrogated he beats and like the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, and they're like, this guy, what what the hell? Who is but, who'd you bring Escaladriel? And then the moment that solidified it for me in my brain that I'm like, this is the theory that I'm going with, right before um uh Mordor is created and they get to Adar and they're interrogating him, and Adar's like, I, I killed Sauron because I hated him. Mm-hmm. And then the the scene before where they first capture him, Halbrand's like you don't remember me? He's like, and he's just, he's so pissed at Adar for like no reason. Like, uh-huh. of course he's like mad because like, you know. He's oh, he's like mad because he's captured. Yeah. yeah. But like, he's so mad at him for like reason that you just, you, you don't know. And I'm like, he it's has a personal to be beef. Yeah. yeah. Like, he has to be Sauron. And then, yeah, I think 
that and then he just it kind of like starts to unfurl like his, his yeah. interests seem to kind of be given away after that i'll say after we after you talked about that theory with me i i paid attention a little bit more um but i really was afraid there in that final episode when those i don't even know what they are the the three yeah we don't know wizard people wizard people, looking people theorize that they're like the blue wizards cult kind of thing okay i, I don't know if that's gonna be any but like, you see I, I would like to get more into these other wizards that you don't really yeah. see or hear about unless you read like these old tolkien stuff because i've seen like youtube videos about the yeah. something the blue and like you know there's all yeah. these different that'd be cool and for sure the stranger is Gandalf. We, I, I think that that has, like, has to be. The moth solidifies that. But for me. the only thing for that is that um, Saruman has to already be here. Hmm. Because I mean, and again, like it's their own interpretation. So I guess he doesn't have to be here. But <laughs> technically, Gandalf doesn't even show up until the Third Age. Dang. Well, part of that article that I was I mentioned earlier about them, the Tolkien estate allowing them to like condense stuff in the end of that article, it mentions like, therefore, this allows certain characters who had yeah. never met or been together yeah. in like the books and stuff are able to finally meet and everything. Yeah, Th that would be something cool because I, I want to see I'm excited to see more of the stranger stuff because that's. When he first shows up, I'm like, oh, wait, this is kind of weird. I, I was yeah. like, I knew weird things would happen, but like, man's just like a meteorite. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Like, this, this is kind of strange, but I liked it. Very Spider-Man 3 of us. Yeah, very Spider-Man 3 of us. This dude's Venom. Uh, I, I really like the guy that plays him. Yeah. He does a very good job. Let me look up his name so I can put some respect on it. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's a very, very good performance. I think so as well. Um, oh, sorry, I'm I'm looking too. I can't. Peter Mullen, I think, is just a picture there. It doesn't say. Mm. Oh, Daniel Wayman. Daniel sorry. Wayman. Well, Daniel Wayman, if you're listening, you're doing a freaking great job, dude. Yeah. I uh, and I mean, and I know he doesn't really say much in the shows, you know, up there until the end or whatever. But like the lines that he does have are he, he delivers them well. Yeah, they're perfect. And I think it's a lot harder to do a good performance when you can't speak like, or yeah. like use your inflection in any way. He's he's got such a good face of like I'm like I have no idea what the hell's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like he plays that part so well. It's so good. Yeah. I I'm so excited to see Yeah. I, I will say when uh, at the end there when like he is like no or whatever and and you see the moth flash and everything like I got chills and me and Jordan were sitting there like screaming. Okay. Jordan starts crying. And I'm like, I know it's so good, right? She's like, that's why he likes hobbits so much. <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, probably yeah. right. Like, yeah, yeah. these Harfoots kind of saved him. Yeah. I, I did chuck. I, I was like similar to that. And then he said, I am good. And yeah. Like, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> I am good. I'm like, all right, Groot. <laughs> all right. We could, I think we got it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, finally they wrote it bad. I, I agree with all these yeah. freaking trolls. Yeah, but that, I, I don't horrible. think it ruined the moment enough. No, I, I don't it think was... it does. I, I, I th in the moment, I, in the moment, it is good. Yeah, <laughs> in the moment, he is good. And then, and then you flip back immediately to like, it's him. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Sauron. He, yeah, the uh, the uh, Halbrun Sauron, and that sequence was done really well. Yeah, the you mentioned it earlier. Um, talking about the scene right before Mordor is introduced or whatever that scene yes that has probably that episode is my favorite that episode, episode was great when when it pans up and you can tell that it's about to show like a location tag or whatever I was like this has to be Mordor and it, and, it, and it fades in up there and I'm like yes thank you this is so freaking cool people were upset about that like the the like the location tag I thought it was kind of cool I was kind of like you you can't make anybody happy I know. I, I was... I, uh, you're just 
it's better if you just assume, okay, so what? Like, I, yeah. I think it's cool to have it set in stone that, like, hey, this shit freaking went down, and yeah. now we have Mordor. Because it's like you're looking through a history book. Mm -hmm. it, it really is. I, it's just this opening of a new chapter. I, I, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Now, I think kind of lastly, I'd like to talk about my favorite part of the show. Please do. The dwarves. The dwarves are freaking awesome. Yes. I think Durin. the strongest performances come out of every single dwarf. They are all so good. I, I, I like dwarf content. I wish yes. we got more of it in the uh, Lord of the Rings. I don't necessarily like all the dwarf content we got in the Hobbit movies. Yeah. But I still enjoyed it. But this is the type of dwarf stuff I want to see. I want to see them dig too deep. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just, ah, uh, that's why I'm so excited for Mons Moria too. I think, and we haven't really talked about um, all the elves that much, but I mean, Elrond and the elves are great, you know, but the dwarves really steal the show with their limited screen time. Very, yeah, very limited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for these next few seasons because I'm sure we're going to get a lot more dwarf action. Like... Whenever you first see Durin and Elrond interacting, you're like, oh. But their friendship really... It's so good. Yeah, it really is. And I hate that people are hating on the dude who plays Elrond. I've seen a lot of like, oh, come on. That's total miscast. You could have cast that a lot. I like the dude. He he played young Ned Stark in Game of mm. Thrones. Um, and a lot of people are up in arms about like how the elves act and how the elves are written. But you got to think that this is a different, this is a different this age. Is a long time before. This is, Elrond is the way that he is in Lord of the Rings because of the way he's acting now. Exactly. Exactly. How hard is that for people to understand? <laughs> like, he's not just going to be stoic Elrond. Yeah. And if people want that, fine or whatever. But I think it's a lot better for us to see why he is the way he is. Yes. When we get to Lord of the Rings, I and I, I think he's a very cool character. I like him a I lot. Think so I think too. screw you if you think the elves are done bad. I think the elves are awesome. Like uh, Gilgalad makes you mad because he's he is yeah. the the uppity of yeah. the uppity. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he he, he kind of sucks, but that's good. Erendir yeah. um, is is kind of going yeah. up there for me as as in the list of Lord of the Rings badasses. Yeah, we're gonna need like we would need like several parts to really. Because <laughs> there's so much I do, want to say about every single. Do we one. want to do our first? Could join us next time for part two? Maybe I. Because I also I really do want to talk about like get really in depth with the characters. Yeah, I I would like to talk about the elves a lot more, and I I we haven't talked about anything with Aaron yeah. Deer and um. So yeah. what's her name? I think that's what we'll <laughs> Why do. Why can I not think of her name? We've talked about the structure and what we like about the show. We can give it a score, I think. I think, think we, yeah, Braun one. Yeah. Like, we, we've not talked about anything like that. We yeah. need to, I'd like to get into the elves a little bit more. And I think um, we've been going for about an hour. Yeah, I, which I kind of saw this coming. Yeah. Uh, I know we, we both really like this stuff, so I, I stick around. The, you, you, this, this is our... You, you've kind of heard what we genuinely think, and you've heard our comeuppets with what other people think. Um, yeah, let's... This our review. Next, we are going to jump into why, like, in, jump into the characters and discuss what we think about them. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do so, a more in-depth thing um, on our next episode, and I, I think people will like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. But uh, do, you, do you have a score off the top of your head? Yeah. Uh, let me yeah. let me let me tabulate one up here. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I've I've got, got one. I think I've got mine. Three, two, one, eight. eight. Ooh. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a strong eight. I think IMDB, everyone uh writing on that is a bunch of losers. It's currently sitting at a six point nine on IMDB. I think six I could I could see why people would say like seven. But I, six point, I can see a I know seven. six point nine and seven are very close, but yeah, like <laughs> I don't think you I don't think I don't think if you're rating it out of ten, it shouldn't it shouldn't be that close to a fifty percent, I don't yeah, think. No. And even a, a seven and a half, I think, is better even than a seven. Um the yeah, the the only issues, and I'm sure we'll talk about issues in, in part two uh, a little more in depth as well, but 
a real quick rundown of my issues with it are I, I do think it has pacing issues and I if it, I th- I'm pretty sure I have that issue with every single movie we've talked about on this show. Pacing is <laughs> uh, difficult. Pacing is very difficult and I, I think that there are a few runs there where the pacing does seem a little bit odd and, and you are kind of left to, to wonder what's going to happen and, and how are things going to move forward. But I don't think that that's a big enough problem to to really trash on the show. I think all the actors do very good performances. The music is very great. Uh, something we didn't talk about, but I think should be talked about next part, the cinematography and the way this movie looks and the way this mo- movie, listen, the way the show looks and the way the show is shot looks like a movie for yeah. sure. Uh, one of the most beautiful shows I think I've ever seen. The practical effects are great. Yeah. Uh, the set pieces are great. The costumes are great. I think the writing is great other than a few pacing issues here and there. I think it's a great show. Yeah. And my issues are pretty much the same. Some pacing, especially in the middle and especially with the Hobbit storyline. It's like, it's very much a book-ended season. It has yeah. a strong beginning, I think, and a very strong ending. Some of the stuff in the middle yeah. is a little is a little more where problems happen, I think, but I don't think it's enough to, to dog on the show. Yeah, and... Um, there's so much more good than bad in it. and i also think it's like it's the first season i, exactly. I don't think you can you can't go watch the first season of any like really really good show and tell me that it's not the usually the weakest season yeah i i, I if not i mean that's a very very uh one in a yeah. million thing to happen i think i think the the only show that i can think of that like the first season is like or like is so good and even in, then, I think it's still the weakest season. Probably is Breaking Bad. Yeah, I was I, honestly, I was going to say the same thing. Um, I think it's a great show, but or a, a great start to this to the whole show. I don't really, which Breaking Bad is one of those shows. Anyway, I, I don't think there's a bad season of that show. Yeah, no, there's not. That, that's why that's why it always creeps ahead of Game of Thrones in yeah. my list of like top shows. But uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think it, it'd be kind of hard pressed for you to. Yeah. I think as long as you go into this show not expecting to get exactly what you want, I mean, like, just because I think that's unrealistic, but just wanting to be in this world, enjoy it, and understand that it's setting up something bigger than just mm-hmm. this season. Oh, but the series finale of this show is going to be... Yeah. It's it's going to be on the level of I think Return of the King. Yeah. I if if so. I, I, I I hope so. Yeah. I I won't put my cart before the horse, but oh, and and real quick before we before we end this, my favorite Tolkien trope of all time happens in this show. Oh. And it's when something ominous is about to happen and all these orcs just start chanting some random yeah. freaking word and you're like oh my god what's about to go down because <laughs> like when Adar's first introduced they all line up and they're like Adar Adar and you're like oh my god where is he I want to see him He's and then uh, before the the volcano erupts they're like they're like grump grump they're just saying some yeah. random like word and I'm like that is my favorite thing that happens in these movies because like anytime yeah. these orcs start chanting stuff you better run the hell away because something bad's about to happen drums in the deep <laughs> but no that, when they started chanting Adar's name I was like no. yes I, I love stuff like that too I'm like like in Lord, uh, I think it's in Two Towers when they're trying to get into Helm's Deep and they got to bring in the big battering ram and they're uh, all like, uh, "Yeah, is it? Is it Grom? No, it's that's in Return of the King. That yeah, 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 yeah. There's Tirith and it's Minas Tirith. Yeah, and they're all they all part Grom, the way. They're like Grom. Grom, Grom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grom. And you're just like, and then you hear Gandalf, "You are soldiers of Gondor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you <laughs> not leave this post. There's no matter like, what comes through that gate." And everybody's like. Uh, sure, buddy. <laughs> You're wearing rags, my dude. <laughs> yeah, that that's just that's probably one of my favorite fantasy tropes. My favorite, um, my favorite thing about the extended editions, and like, they're literally two second shots that get cut out of every single one of the movies. Is in the two towers while they're hitting the the door with the battering ram, which is like the normal one. Yeah, you see them like, you see a pile of bodies as they're getting like shot from yeah, the walls. Yeah. That gets cut out of the standard edition. Like you still see some of it, but not. But then in uh, Return of the King, while they're like 
using the smaller battering rams at first. You see like just a ginormous pile. Pile, of yeah. <laughs> and that, and that also gets cut out. And I'm just like, ah, oh, that you couldn't have put that in there. Yeah, come the on. two second shot of it's just orcs. Yeah. Come on. No, that yeah. That's my last piece of advice is if you watch Lord of the Rings, you got to watch the extended edition Please. for sure. It, it'll take up 17 hours of your life, but please. But there's just there's so much that they cut out of the theatrical versions that just make it so much better. Yeah. Specifically all the shit with uh, Boromir and Faramir, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he loved his brother. He did. So much. Yeah, but... I, uh, I gotta I gotta rewatch, man. I gotta rewatch all It's three. about that time. I, I asked Jordan, I was like, I think once a year I want to rewatch... I told you this too. I, I want to rewatch Star Wars once a year, Lord of the Rings, and like maybe Harry Potter or something yeah. like that. Harry Potter, I think October's a good month for Harry Potter because yeah. it's witchy, wizardy, blah, blah, blah. I think November it's might be Lord of the Rings yeah. month, right? Yeah. And then Star Wars, I'm thinking maybe like January. Because Star Wars isn't really a seasonal thing. Yeah. I don't know. I am. Um... I don't know why, but movies have just been making me emotional recently. Good. Like, even watching God of War, like, I think Kratos has done, the, the way that they've taken that character is so good because there's so many moments where you just, like, see that he's, like, so, he's struggling, like, he's, like, a struggling, like, in his mind, and yeah, I'm just yeah. like, I just want to cry. But I was thinking earlier, I was like, I really want to rewatch The Fellowship of the Ring just so I can see Aragorn kiss the forehead of Boromir and, like, just tear up and, and ball my eyes out this time because I know that like for some reason I'm just like that now. Yeah, I anymore if I don't cry during a movie, I I consider it a dud. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like I or, or I, I won't say I consider it a dud. I just I want to cry when I watch a movie anymore. Yeah, just because like I miss feeling. <laughs> Maybe that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, thank you for sticking around with us for um an unprecedented two parter. For the Rings of Power. Hell, it might be a three-parter. <laughs> I don't know. We could go on for a long time. The trilogy, long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you like this episode, uh, stick around. Uh, next episode, we'll hit you with part two where we'll get a little more in-depth uh, analysis on on characters and situations that happen in this show. Yeah. Um, if you haven't checked it out and you're fine with uh, listening to our spoilers, go check it out right now, maybe before you listen to part two so you yeah. can so you can think about this stuff with us. But yeah, Rings of Power, great show. Great show. Please go watch it. Keep watching stuff. Grunt! <laughs> Add dog. Add dog. Oh, yeah, we were at five there, and I, I felt myself about to go. <laughs>